0: Link wide left, Martinez to the right. They score! Carlson!
1: Back and forth with Martinez. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Petrangelo scores! Two markers for Patrangelo! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace.
2: Welcome in, Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. It's game day. The Golden Knights open up the 2021-22 NHL regular season against the Seattle Kraken. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard out at T-Mobile Arena. Chris Chapman inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the
0: Woo! we got a little hockey weather out there today getting set for opening night of the 2021- 2022 National Hockey League season. Looking forward to this as the Kraken launched their franchise against the vegas golden knights first time in 30 years where the two most recent teams have opened up against each other it uh it doesn't happen very often and i will say this Mm. i don't think seattle plays this game tonight because i don't think seattle exists without the success of the vegas golden knights over the last four years that's a
2: bold statement. I certainly think that with the success of the Golden Knights and, and being 31 franchises in the NHL, you're kind of looking to to get to that 32nd franchise. Seattle just makes way too much sense. And I, I agree that maybe the Vegas Golden Knights, the success of this franchise and how well hockey is taken here, speeds up the timeline
0: a little bit. Right, but going to a market that hasn't had a team before, like there's there's lots of places that want National Hockey League teams. Yep. there's They're not lacking for that. But I think it would have been a lot easier for the commissioner of the National Hockey League and the owners to go somewhere more familiar. And that's where I see Seattle benefiting from the great success of going to a um, a market that had never had one professional sports, but uh, but Seattle has uh, hasn't had professional hockey in a number of years. And certainly not the National Hockey League in a hundred.
2: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think uh, the Golden Knights have opened up a lot of doors, and Seattle Kraken are a team that right now is looking to get their inaugural season going and try to replicate as best they can the success of year one for the of the Vegas Golden Knights.
3: Nobody
0: knows what the seattle kraken are feeling like the original golden knights mm-hmm. who are sitting in that dressing room now getting set for this game uh prepared and tip of the hat to the schedule maker as well for the national hockey league for making it happen vegas opened up against dallas there mm-hmm. wasn't there wasn't another newbie uh around right but like just is there any connection to dallas really no no rivalry no uh this this made so much sense on so many levels and they made it happen and sometimes the obvious doesn't occur mm-hmm. the obvious happened tonight and uh, i think it's uh, really cool that the the golden knight players uh, who went through this uh, four years ago uh, against the dallas stars uh, still have that that juice uh mark stone talked about watching that game And uh, and the interesting part of it. Uh, And and then you've got the Seattle Kraken players who probably all watch that that same game themselves and now now get to experience whatever form the Seattle Kraken are going to offer up tonight. Because I'm told that their roster is still fluid, Hmm. uh, that they were hoping some maybe tests would come back, that there would be some false positives in, in that mix. Uh, yesterday, there was five in COVID protocol. Today, there's four. Yep. And Dave Hackstall was quoted as saying he didn't know this morning after the, the skate exactly what form his lineup would take tonight pending some of those other tests.
2: Yeah, it talk about uh, just kind of getting the curveballs right out of the gate uh, for the Seattle Kraken. But um, Marcus Johansson, as you mentioned, he is the player that is out of COVID protocol, should be available to Seattle Kraken tonight we're, we're still waiting on Callie Yarncroke, Jared McCann, Jamie Alexiak, and Jonas Donsko. Those are the other four players unavailable right now to the Seattle Kraken tonight.
0: I walked by the Kraken dressing room. Uh, did you? About mm, maybe an hour and a half ago nobody was here at Jeez. the rink just yet. What time did you get here today? Uh, I was here just before two o'clock had some other that's duties why, that I that I had to do.
2: That's why you're warm.
0: But, what I did was I I, I timed my walk because I have to go from where we are in section 104 mm-hmm. and I have to get out to the mezzanine uh, for 5:30 ish. Yep. So I I plan my route and the the best way to get there and in and around doing that, I actually went by the saddle crack and locker room a couple of times mm-hmm. and just kind of poked my head in and nothing nothing untoward but. Uh, Took a gander; the door was open. Seeing those sweaters there, different look, Ooh. like they're 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 sharp, uh, and it just it got the the vibe going a little bit. It's opening night, Vegas Golden Knights. Can you believe it's year five?
2: No, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like five years. It's it it's been so incredibly fast between that first game against Dallas to where the Golden Knights are right now as an organization. It feels like a long weekend it doesn't feel like it's been five years time
0: five different years too yeah march to the stanley cup final which was uh, an incredible ride Uh, the chaos of year two and how that ended year three being shut down and going to a bubble year four being a 56 game compacted schedule that started after uh, new year's Uh, and now back to the 82 game traditional schedule with a hiccup of some covid positive tests uh, mixed in and around the National Hockey League and with the, the Vegas Golden Knights. Well, we know matisse will not go tonight. So what does that mean uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights? Uh, the The list of the unavailable players is longer than anybody would like with the, the Golden Knights. There's a certain risk with seven preseason games that you're going to get nicked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody would uh, be in agreement on this stage right now that losing uh, a Nick wa uh, William Carrier, uh, losing Matthias Yanmark to COVID, uh, you've got um, Brett Howden who's out of the lineup as well. Like there's that's that's a longer there's there's five guys uh, that are, that are missing from the lineup going into tonight, and it's forced Pete DeBoer and uh, Kelly McCrimmon and the hockey operations staff to do some gymnastics again
2: yeah it, it's you know it's funny because one of the one of the main things I saw this morning after morning skate and after Pete DeBoer's availability was I thought that the moves in the offseason were made so that gymnastics didn't have to take place and ordinarily that is a correct statement it wouldn't have had to to be something that the Golden Knights tried to figure out here over the last 24 hours simply because you would have had some of those players you mentioned available if there weren't injuries Nick Waugh would be in this lineup if not for injury, Will Carrier likely would be playing in this game, in this lineup. So the Golden Knights are having to adjust on the fly. They're having to go into this season uh, without the the chunk of depth that they built and accrued in the offseason. But the hope is that the pieces that are here will still allow the Golden Knights to start this season off on the right foot.
0: Yeah, that's a, a little bit uh, short-sighted on the note about Thought they would, wouldn't have to do ju- gymnastics. Uh, I'm with you on that because uh, you don't expect. To, and and if there's one thing, if it's long term, then you can sure. fiddle around yeah. with it uh, a little bit because you can get that 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 salary cap space. But what does it mean for Pete DeBoer tonight? Well, his top, fortunately for him, uh-huh. his top two lines, the go-to lines, they're good. So you've got the Stone Stevenson Pachetti. You've got the Riley Smith. Uh, Jonathan so William Carlson. That's great. But where it gets interesting is Peyton Krebs, who is bubble, played six of the seven preseason games uh, to try and make this team. He's not just on the team. He's going to play on the third line, uh, it sounds like, with Nolan Patrick and Evgeny Dadanov. So that's, that's a big story in itself. Mm-hmm. And the fourth line is going to be a combination of almost what's what's available. Yeah. Uh, so
2: the fourth line for the Golden Knights it, this is what we expect to see. Mm-hmm. Pavel Dorfayev, Keegan Kolasar, Dylan Coglin.
0: Yeah, or does Jack Dugan get in? Yeah. I mean like, it's like he's 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 on the roster right now.
2: It is interesting. Like I I'm not sure what direction Pete DeBoer is going to go with that fourth line. I we've seen Dylan Coughlin throughout the 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 previous season play some games up front. Ordinarily what happened in those moments is there would be times where Coglin would play up front, then in that game he would take some shifts as a defenseman too. Mm-hmm. There's versatility there, um, and it also allows you, if, if the game dictates, to, to kind of double shift your centers and get center iceman out there with different combinations, maybe uh, get a different look. So I'm curious to see what the final lineup's going to look like, but I, I also wouldn't be upset at the idea of Dorofeyev, Dugan, and Kolasar. I think that line could, could do some damage in the offensive zone for sure. Uh, but, I mean, it's a big ask for, for I'd say, Dugan and Dorofeyev to kind of get into action here in a regular season opener.
0: And it is adjusting uh, in the moment. Dorofeev didn't play a preseason game. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't uh, projected to be in this necessary mix. Now, they like him a lot. He's and, got hands. And all he does yeah. is score. Yeah. Uh, he he actually has the potential, Ryan, to become the first player to ever score in his debut with both Henderson and Vegas. Ooh, we went through this a couple of years ago, where, where so many guys yeah. scored in their first game.
2: Great, you just led me to night to shine, buddy. Really? Oh, it's possible. You gonna jump on that? I might. I might. I don't think it's a bad bet
0: <laughs> uh, to go. But but here's a player who who came over. In the middle of last season, in the American Hockey League, and and got some time with the with the Henderson Silver Knights, and uh, he he quite frankly has the ability to put the puck in the net, and it's and it's impressive. Uh, he scored nine goals in twenty four games, like flying here, jumping off the plane and playing, <laughs> yep, and, and, and got into it. And uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. Is this one of those moments where it's it's he just instantly puts himself on the radar like uh, Daniil Mirmanov did or Paul Cotter did in, in his game does he become uh, one of those sensational stories from the season remember that opening night mm-hmm. when Dorofiev wasn't even supposed to play and goes out and scores a couple of goals uh, that will be one of those little storylines uh, for me there's you got the top five at five uh, is, is hot takes today mm-hmm. we, we hit our number one yep. top five at five hot takes, but if you look at storylines for this game tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights, Pavel Dorofiev is one of those, along with Peyton Krebs, along with Robin Leonard. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a few different ones that you didn't necessarily expect. Top line's going to be great. Uh, second line, we, we know what we're going to get. They're, they're stories, but they're not neon flashing where you're you're really curious about what you're going to get the other three there's something there to, to keep an eye on
2: Krebs is a, a really intriguing one for me because this is an opportunity to do some damage in regular season games right mm-hmm. like and you know we, we had Pete on the show yesterday and, and Pete talking about how Peyton deserved the opportunity to play in this game and not only is he going to get to play in this game but he's going to get to play on the third line with Nolan Patrick and Evgeny Dedanov. And if you can build some chemistry and build on some really positive things from the beginning of the season, who knows what that could turn into for Peyton Krebs as the year goes on. So uh, I look at this as a great opportunity, as, as great an opportunity as it was for Peyton to play in six of the seven preseason games, this one is just a little bit bigger and, and one that I'm, I'm very clued in on to see how that line together as a trio plays.
0: Played four games last year, then played the six preseason games this season. So he's into double digits playing with, with the big boys. Sure. Uh, still searching for his first goal. Uh, if he plays with Patrick and Dadanov, how about that line? Be fun. Coming in. <laughs> we, the, the third line was a hole. Sure. That they wanted to plug. Yeah. Uh, along with the power play. There's There's two very big goals by management coming into the season. Make that third line stable and effective and the power play. Well, the the players on that third line tonight are coming from all different directions. The Danov and a trade from uh, Ottawa. Uh-huh. Uh, Peyton Krebs drafted and making the team out of training camp and Nolan Patrick out of nowhere drops into Vegas in that three-team swap Uh that Cody Glass went out of town. And all three are trying to prove something in their own individual ways. Patrick was a number two overall pick. Dedanov out to make sure that last year was an aberration because he was on a a rebuilding team. And Peyton Krebs, we've been hearing about him for years now. Tonight, he's on the opening night lineup. And three skilled guys, too. That's, That's the Pretty cool part too.
2: For me, that's the that's really the key is is the amount of skill that you've got right there on your third line, and and I think when you when you kind of peel it back, it gives the Golden Knights options to put line after line after line of of guys that can put the puck in the back of the net, and you know for the Seattle Kraken, when you when you kind of look at their lineup, and and I think the biggest question for Seattle coming into this season, as it was with Vegas when they started their journey as an NHL franchise. Who's going to score goals? Who's putting the puck in the back of the net? If the Golden Knights are able to roll over three lines that have the talent and the ability to play in the offensive zone and score, then it, it can be difficult for the Seattle Kraken to match tonight.
0: Top nine, who doesn't put the puck in the net? It's a good question. They all I, have they, that ability. Yeah,
2: they do. Which is is a different look for the Golden Knights. Before it was the top two lines and Alex Tuck. It was Tuck having to be that driver. And I, I think now, given the opportunity, Peyton Krebs, Nolan Patrick, Evgeny Dedanoff, those three guys can be drivers of that line.
0: The other part that gives Pete DeBoer a, a little bit of uh, breathing room in this situation tonight because of the injuries and COVID and, and uh, players that are unavailable, he can, he can lean on that top nine sure. a lot more. They play Thursday. And then they're off for a few days. Mm -hmm. They are coming off training camp. Nobody's really taxed. Krebs played six of seven. uh, And he also played with everybody in camp. So he's fine playing, jumping on the line with uh, the Danov and Patrick. But he can really lean on that top nine and not worry about any type of uh, uh, wearing anybody out or or leaving them uh, empty. Uh, with this one i i think that that is also a, a huge storyline tonight it'll be the fourth line with all due respect whoever is on it tonight mm-hmm. whether it's uh Dorofyev or dugan or uh kolasar take your pick i i don't think the minutes are going to be there no uh be, i mean coaches coaches like to know what they're putting out there when <laughs> you've got the combination of uh, of a defenseman, a guy that's never played in the National Hockey League before, and uh, and and a guy that's uh, proving himself to be a National Hockey League called Keegan Kolasar, mm-hmm. or, or another guy like Dugan and Dorfeev and never played in the National Hockey League before, uh, I just don't see that combination uh, being somebody that, that gets out there. Kolasar will kill some penalties.
2: Yeah, not as a trio, but I, yeah. I think that the, there will be minutes available to Keegan Kolasar in this game. If you have a, an opportunity to get him out there on a couple of shifts, maybe with Patrick and Dedanov in, in place of, say, a Peyton Krebs for a couple of different instances, I will say that the caveat for me is I think the Golden Knights will, will lean heavily on nine for or 10 forwards, and that'll Keegan Kolasar will be included in that top nine.
0: Are you as excited tonight... As you were last year for game number one of the 56 game schedule.
2: I'm more excited tonight than I was for the it's 56 game It's a game different schedule. feeling
0: though, right? It, it is. Like,
2: okay, last year I was just thankful that yes. there was hockey. Last yeah. year I was just excited at the fact that the show was going to go on, that there was going to be a season, whatever the case may be. This year... I'm excited for very different reasons. I'm more excited this year because it's going to be a packed house. It's going to be a full house here at T-Mobile. We get our first look at the Seattle Kraken, and it's going to feel normal. And every day that feels a little bit closer to normal is a good day, in my opinion. So there's very different feelings going into the home openers, but I'm more excited for this one.
0: Do you think this team has a better or same or worse chance to win the Stanley Cup?
2: the golden knights this year yeah i think they have a i think they have as good of as good a chance as they had last year to win i I do I, i look at the roster i don't see holes when everyone's healthy and i believe in their goaltending so i don't view the golden knights as a team that went lateral goaltending i don't view them as a team that that went backwards goaltending i think they're they're just as good as they were last year On the blue line, I think they're going to be even better because you're going to get a better year out of Petrangelo. You're going to get a better year out of White Cloud and Haig. We know what Martinez can bring to the table. We know how good Shea Theodore can be. And up front, I do believe, when healthy, this forward core is the deepest they've ever been. So maybe slightly better this year, but it's all about how the team looks when they get there. So it's kind of a difficult question to answer here, day one.
0: I'll answer it. I think they're better. Mm Mm-hmm than they were a year ago as a roster and I think their opportunity to win the Stanley Cup is better this year I don't think there is another team that got significantly more talented in the offseason to try and counter uh the Vegas Golden Knights I still see Colorado I still see Tampa uh as as major challengers uh to to winning a Stanley Cup but I don't think Colorado's taking a big step with any huge additions they lost their vesna trophy finalist vegas lost its vesna trophy uh goaltender the difference is vegas had somebody ready to take over standing waiting in the wings and and colorado didn't and uh, there's, there's others like toronto uh there's uh Edmonton, what about florida uh, florida that's a
2: difficult one because it's, they've got to win a series, right? Like, they've, right. they've got to do it again this year, and then they've got to do it in the playoffs.
0: So do you, put, do you put somebody like Edmonton, Toronto, and Florida? I'll give you those three teams. Okay. They are among the most talented in the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. But the primary storyline around all three of those teams is, can they advance past the first round? Does that make them a Stanley Cup contender? Is it is it fair to Tampa, to Colorado, and Colorado's gotta get past the second round too, or Vegas, who has been to the to the final four three or four years. Is it fair to those three teams to add in the likes of the Leafs, Panthers and Oilers who have perennially underachieved in the Stanley Cup postseason now uh, Toronto and Edmonton are are really talented when Mm -hmm. it comes to regular season yeah but you gotta show me in the Stanley Cup playoffs I think there's there's a two-tier split between (laughs) Stanley Cup favorites and I Vegas is definitely in the in the top tier with what they've done this year
2: yeah I don't think it's fair to to lump Toronto and Edmonton and Florida in with the Vegas and Colorado and Tampas of the world. Um, one team that I am interested in, in getting your take on when it comes to that is the New York Islanders. New York yeah. Islanders. They went to the Final Four the last two years. They lost to same as Vegas, the, right? Yeah, same as Vegas. They lost to the eventual Stanley Cup champions in Tampa both times. Uh, each year, they got a game closer to to winning the series. So I I don't know that, and it's 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 funny because we talk about the Islanders all the time and how they don't get the respect. And I don't put them in the same category. As Vegas, Colorado, and Tampa, but maybe that conversation needs to be had the remainder of the year.
0: I'm not ready to do it yet. Yeah. Their accomplishment and and what they were able to do the last two years has been impressive. Uh, I still don't see them being in that elite category. Very good hockey club. Yeah. As well coached as any team in the league, and that's why Barry Trotz is on that Team Canada staff with John Cooper and... Butch Cassidy and Pete DeBoer. It goes without saying, but I'm still not sold yet. And and the other part is, they have a, a big hurdle to overcome in the front part of the season. Can they avoid being derailed by 13 straight games on the road to start the campaign?
2: Chapman you get out of no.
0: you get out of that. Mm-hmm. It's good, it's just like Seattle plays the first seven uh, on on yeah. on the road that. That's a big hurdle, people. Long road trips are difficult. Never mind long road trips to kick off your season. And if things don't go good and you're swimming uphill, uphill, upstream, swimming upstream uh, the rest of the way, that's that's a challenge for me. And that's why I I don't put the New York Islanders in that elite category.
2: I'm not there. I think if this is a team that does well early on in the season, if, if by game 25 the Islanders are, are among the the best in their division, then maybe we start to talk about it. But I think the thing with the Islanders is in the regular season, they are above average but not not a team that that kind of dominates there, right? Like they do what they need to do to get into the playoffs. They, yep. they have good regular seasons, but they haven't kind of they haven't had those moments where, They've been among the very best in their division during a regular season.
0: Storylines tonight there's the Peyton Krebs season opening lineup presence. There is the Vegas Golden Knights flipping the switch. There's goaltending and Robin Leonard. We'll explore those areas as we continue live from T Mobile Arena. It is opening night of the National Hockey League season, two games on the schedule. And your Vegas Golden Knights are part of it against the Seattle Kraken. You're listening to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM.
0: Two-game schedule in the National Hockey League on opening night. I like what they did with this thing. Tampa Bay Lightning raising the Stanley Cup banner. Second straight championship hosting the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are the only other team to win back-to-back Stanley Cups in a salary cap era. Mm -hmm. So a little synergy there. And then the Seattle Kraken in Vegas to take on the Golden Knights. Seattle trying to jump out to the kind of start that the Golden Knights did in uh, winning their first three games. Vegas has won their season opener three times in all three occurrences the golden knights have advanced to at least the final four the only time they didn't get to the final four was when they dropped the season opener Ooh. that's how important tonight is Ooh. i know it's game one of 82 wow but wow based on history the result <laughs> not the process yeah. the result okay counts tonight
2: wow that's uh that's a way to put way too much pressure on one game well done good
0: how about, job how about hyping it up
2: yeah, no, that's that's good. It's going to be a great post game show, one way or another. They're Rob. either they're either going to the final four or perhaps the Stanley Cup final, or because of Darren Millard on the VGK Insider show, <laughs> they're out in the first round. Well done, thanks, buddy. You have written the post game show for me.
3: Oh, not only not only out in the first round, but out in the first round in the most controversial way yeah, possible. Yeah, good point. Fair. So, something will uh, will have to one up, not a major if they lose tonight.
0: You Maybe taking this to an extreme. What are you, you talking that? about? We didn't say it.
2: You yeah, did.
3: we're we're just holding you accountable for I your words, it. Darren.
0: Game one yep. means that that uh, if they win, they go to the final four. History yeah. dictates that. And for then sure. uh, if if Vegas can pull out any type of win tonight, then Pete DeBoer can go into load management uh, mode.
2: We don't even have to worry about <laughs> yeah, real Thanksgiving.
0: Exactly. Okay. <laughs> you just have, just have to go into uh, and, and make sure everybody's rested up the the rest of the way. So storylines <laughs> tonight. Uh, it's uh, good. The power play uh-huh. and the addition of Tadanov, uh, Patrick Krebs. How different does it look when they use the bumper? That's one area. Uh, a second area is Alec. Alex Petrangelo and how much he exudes his presence on this blue line. I I expect uh, something big out of him if he carries over the same form that he had in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year where he just managed to take control of this team. And then you've got the kids in Krebs uh, this season. Where's he his game going to be? And there's some others going to be mixed in and around, but, but Krebs is the focal point. But perhaps the most, uh, not controversial, but talked about where you you seem to be on one side or the other is goaltending. Robin Leonard will be the season opening goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. The only other person that's done that is Marc-Andre Fleur. Yes. Robin Leonard, this is his team now. And a good start for the club is important for what I've mentioned. Uh, about how it uh, sets the table for the rest of the year, but guarantees. I, th- I think the first ten games are are really important for uh, Robin Leonard as well. There's it's not pivotal for a goaltender, but from a from just a, an overall picture and where the vibe is around this team, I, I think that uh, that it might be more important than normal.
2: For me, when it comes to Robin. I think a strong start, start is incredibly important. Um, I don't expect there to be any speed wobbles. I, I don't. I, I think that you've got a goaltender that is understanding of the opportunity that's in front of him. It's a, it's a goaltender that has worked his butt off for the last four years to get this opportunity. And I know that there's pressure that comes with that. I especially know in this market with this fan base, it is going to be under a microscope all year long. But I also think that there have been times where Robin Leonard, especially with the Golden Knights, has come up with monster games in the face of question marks, in the face of adversity, in really tough situations. And for me, getting that first one out of the way, getting win number one and then rolling from there is going to be vitally important.
0: Right. when I say it's important, I, I don't think it's, it's important for Robin Leonard the person. Sure, because I don't think he gets stressed out about it. Probably not. I, I, mean, more, I, mean, I think more, he feels pressure, but with with the building, with the fans, with with the the narrative mm-hmm. around the team, I think it's important to quell that and shut that down and turn the page on that. But as far as Leonard's concerned, I've watched him go through games stretches where he's allowed the first shot, uh, and it never never really gets to him. It's just it's incredible how. It just shrugs it off, resets, and, and goes back to it. And I, I, I'm not worried about his game at all. I just think it would be, be nice for him from the social media standpoint, from the the big picture uh, angle, to be able to just win everybody over and then just get back to playing. So, like, I, I understand conceptually
2: what you're saying, but does it really, like... Does it matter what he does on the ice, legitimately, with with some? Well, I think if he, if he goes the out there days, and dominates,
0: and gets he's up to dominated
2: it. from the minute he became a Golden Knight, he's sixteen
0: four he, and but, two but in but the regular season. He's never been the guy. He was the guy in repla- the bubble, and he's replacing uh, the guy who's no longer here. He that, was. That's why. But but my
2: point being, he was the guy in the bubble, right? Mm-hmm. He has been phenomenal in the regular season for the Golden Knights, and. When you look at the games he was needed for in the run last year, he gets that to a six. Everything you're saying perfectly. You know, I'm just true. saying, My point is, I don't think if if after all of those things, if after looking at him go 16 four, and two in the regular season, be a guy that gets the Golden Knights to the 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 within within a round of the Stanley Cup final, and then getting strong starts in very key moments last year if that's not one people over i don't think anything that he does this year is going to we had a caller yesterday I, talking about what's the backup plan i i that's my point my point is i don't think it's going to matter one way or another if robin leonard goes out there and starts 52 games it goes 52 and 0, there will still be people calling him out there will still be people saying well what's going to happen What's going to happen? What's the next plan? Because it's—I it, don't think it has anything to do with hockey at all.
0: I think he can. I think he can win people over and quiet that uh, that conversation with a really significant start uh, to this season and make it his team and turn that page. And Laurent Brossoit has, has a hand in that. He does as well. Yep. But Robin Leonard, if there's Anybody, and I'm looking at a spotlight right now. There's pandas on the ice. Yep, they did that in preseason. Kind of appropriate, isn't it? Well, Uh, I mean that that, that makes sense. That we're just talking about it though, right now. And there's 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 pandas on the ice. Uh, Peyton Krebs. There is the top prospect trying to crack the lineup and and make an impact. Part two. his season last year was so adventurous. Mm-hmm. Bubbles and, and yeah. Junior and uh, American Hockey League and, and the National Hockey League, then then the injury. So adventurous. Uh, for him to be able to really solidify himself as a, a National Hockey Leaguer, and I do believe he will see some time in the AHL uh, at, at points this year. Not Not necessarily guaranteed, but... Uh, I I don't would, would never say that that's a bad thing, but I, I'm I'm fascinated about what's going to happen with Peyton Krebs this year and his development.
2: You're not the only one. I think that's kind of the big, not just in terms of this game, but this year. I think the storyline is going to be where does Peyton Krebs end the year for the Golden Knights, right? Like, yeah. is he a contributing member of this team going into the playoffs? Is he an everyday player come game 81, 82, and beyond? Or uh, is this an opportunity for him to to get his feet wet here early on in this, in this season? And then how much time is he going to spend in the AHL? Those are kind of the big questions for me. I look at this opportunity as one that if Peyton runs away with it, and he develops that chemistry with Patrick and Dedanov and that line becomes something, he can force the hand, right? He has the potential, and it's within his own fate, to play well, force the hand of Pete Debar. make Make it a no-brainer not to take him out of the lineup.
0: That line of uh, Dadanov, Patrick, and Krebs, if it stays a line, we got to come up with a name for that. There's there's a lot going on around those three <laughs> players. Uh, a ton going on around those three players that it's just begging for some kind of uh, title. Uh, let's take a break. When we continue, Dave Gosher, the play-by-play voice on AT&T Sportsnet, is going to pop on the uh, the program. Uh, he just had a conversation with John Forsland, hmm. the uh television play-by-play voice of the Seattle Kraken. So we'll lean on him uh, for that and we'll get his uh, ideas on what to expect tonight from the Vegas Golden Knights. It's the VGK Insider Show, live from Section 104 at T-Mobile Arena on opening night for the VGK against the Seattle Kraken on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace.
0: National Hockey League season is underway. Game one of the longest, at least in games, the most n- number of games in NHL history uh, because of that 32nd team. Got to fit more more teams. Uh, Seattle Kraken will play uh, the Vegas Golden Knights after the... Pittsburgh Penguins and the Tampa Bay Lightning are finished with things. Uh, Darren Millard along with Ryan Wallace here at T-Mobile Arena. Dave Gosher is going to stop by. I don't know. what He's coming from the other end of the building. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he knows how to get here in all seriousness. You didn't tell him how to get here? No, I told him where we are.
2: No, 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 no. That's not the question I asked you. Did you tell him specifically how to get here? No.
0: Why wouldn't you do that? Because I don't know specifically how to get here. Where's he coming from? I just figured out. He's uh, coming from the Hyde Lounge.
2: Oh yeah, you just take the elevator down. Exactly. You just take but an elevator you, you and walk have, over. But you have to know what what floor you're
0: getting off at. Mm, good point. I don't know that. In in all I just tell He's in, been here longer than I have. He in, should be able to figure it out.
2: In all seriousness, but I, don't I I would go across here, take the media elevator down and then all of a sudden you're right there. But of course, he'd need to know what what level to get off at. So that would be something that would be helpful for you to give him.
0: Uh, ESPN is going to televise uh, tonight's game as they return to hockey. Uh, a couple of cool camera angles uh, will be launched tonight. You see this uh, this camera on the uh, the track, hanging over the far face-off dot, about uh, eighty feet high.
2: I, uh, I right do right over there. Yeah, it, no, no, I do. Yeah, that, I do now. Yeah. It's moving. So that's going to be a that's it. it moves oh, around. Yeah, it it it's
0: basically gives you the illusion that it's flying uh, through the rink. It's on cables and goes through. So that'll be a different look. If you're going to watch the game tonight, if you're going to listen, uh, you can listen on Fox Sports Las Vegas, the flagship station of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Other league news, and we'll get back to the Vegas Golden Knights in just a little bit, but uh, Nick Suzuki signed the big contract extension with the Montreal Canadiens, like $63 million uh, for for eight years, 7.8 a year for Nick Suzuki, Mm -hmm. one of the all-time greatest quotes. After signing the contract, he said he felt like he was playing NHL 20, and he get to just pay himself whatever he wanted. <laughs> like, like how that's about fantastic. that? Fantastic.
2: Yeah, no, that's good. I, I mean, it's going to be an interesting contract over uh, the life of it. I do think that over time, Suzuki will will kind of meet that number, but. For Mark Bergevin and the Montreal Canadiens, you have yeah you have a center Iceman right you have you have a dynamic center that you trust that you think can get better than he is already defensively and he wants to be around for the next eight years that's huge.
0: Do you think he's overpaid right now?
2: Yes, right now, yes.
0: What do you think Brady Kachuk says about that deal?
2: I think Brady Kachuk says I'm at least. Five hundred thousand dollars more. Five hundred to a million. Yeah, more yeah. valuable than Nick Suzuki. Hmm.
0: Uh, let's uh, slide over to Dave Gosher, who has joined us on Section One Hundred and Four. I was taking heat because I didn't give you directions on how to get here. <laughs> Uh, I just assumed you could get here, and then I started thinking to myself, maybe you don't know how
3: to get here. It's not like I haven't been in the building.
0: I know you've been in the building, but normally you just go over there with your little perch.
3: Well, I I came over here, and I was hearing this talk of overpaid. Yes. I thought of you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong on then that. I realized you were talking about somebody else. <laughs> you're, you're not <laughs> wrong. No, we were talking about Suzuki. He said
0: uh, he felt like he was playing NHL 20 and got to pay himself whatever I he I saw won. that. I saw that. Pretty, pretty good. What Do, a Ma- gig. Now, Mark Bergevin, not the greatest thing to say when your bo- boss has so. just inked you uh, to to that deal. Wouldn't it be great
3: if that, like in real life, just ask for whatever you want? Mhm. Uh, What's that like for you? Four million. Well, I'll tell you, my experience is it's, it's it's pretty damn good. Yep. If you can get them to agree to it, it's awesome. But uh, how, if not, then
0: it's a bit of a challenge. How much time do we have you for? Because we've got oh, I don't three know. minutes left in this in right, this A couple block, hours. And then we, going on. then we have to take a, another break. To, I'm here as long as to you reset. need me, Mallard. Whatever you need. Uh, so give me your thoughts, big picture,
3: on the Golden Knights season. Then we'll get closer into the game. Um, I, I think that... The it's funny that everyone's just kind of waiting to for them to get back to the playoffs. Yeah, it, it's, that's a long ways from now. You know, we're talking what the hell's the math on that? It's eight months, seven mm-hmm. months. Um, but I, 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 I'm big on let's enjoy the ride to get there. You know, and I think you have to get there. Like Pete DeBoer made the point today. You. You do have to qualify for the playoffs. Still, it's not like they. No. It's not like okay, you were in last year, so you're automatically in again this year.
0: although Detroit every year there was a run there yeah, where they were. That's right. Yeah, they were automatic. Yeah.
3: Um, no, I, I'm excited to see just, you know, it's kind of the new pieces. Like, how does Dodonoff fit into this? How does Patrick fit into it? How does Lauren Brozois fit into it? Um, players of that nature. Just, I think we know they've got a terrific team. Um, but I also think, you know, look, they're going to play the rest of the league this year. They're not just going to play the seven teams they played last year, three of which were the California teams that that weren't very good. Um, and they're already, you know, a training camp couldn't have ended fast enough. Right. I mean, just injury after injury. Yeah, and you're the, hurt. And, I, you know, I feel pretty strong, but uh, by and large, you know. But, no, I, I, I'm just curious to see how this how this all rolls out. You know, how do they, uh, You know, how do they handle the – Kind of the peaks and valleys of the season, knowing the enormous expectations for this team, but I can't imagine they look at it like that. You can't, right? You, you just have to look at it. Okay, try to win tonight against Seattle, then we'll see what happens against LA on Thursday. I don't, I don't, I can't imagine they listen to knuckleheads like us. They must have something better to do, hmm. wouldn't you think? maybe not. But four,
0: four, four to six is a dead spot for a lot of people's lives. So they, they, they tend, to, tend <laughs> to slide over to us. Henceforth,
3: they turn on this effort. <laughs> yes, yes. But anyway, that's kind of I'm just very knowing the big picture of how everyone's kind of looking at this team. I mean, I watched I threw on NHL Network today and I threw on ESPN and they've got this new show, The Point. Yeah. I'm picking them to win the Stanley Cup and go to the finals and win the division. And that's all great. But that's a long it's a long way between here and there.
2: So just in keeping with staying in the moment, enjoying the ride, how beneficial is it then that you do have new pieces in Dedanov and Patrick and you've got young guys like Peyton Krebs that are, are kind of pushing for those spots and, and pushing for those moments within each and every game?
3: Yeah, I think it's probably beneficial, Brian, because I, I, I think that um, it's not just cookie cutter. Okay, we're going to have the same team back here. Look, flurry has gone, Reeves is gone, Holden's gone. I mean, um, so I think that's – it is helpful because you've got guys that, like especially something like Nolan Patrick, that I think, you know, it's kind of a new late lease on a career for him. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's got a lot to prove. Um, Dodonoff had a down year last year, you know, but I mean, he's more of a proven guy, obviously, than than Patrick is. Um, you know, Yanmark, you know, he had the big game seven against Minnesota, but you know, he was kind of here and there. Without that, so he's a guy that runs hot and cold for his career. Yeah, though. yeah, and and so. And, you know, it's funny. We, we taped uh, a podcast yesterday, kind of previewing the season. And the one thing we didn't even talk about, and I don't know why, the, knowing the world we've been living in for 19 months, is COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no sooner do we get done taping it, and Yanmark and Seattle's got five guys. It's now four, and Gensel and McKinnon today. Yeah, yeah. And, so, I don't know. I, I just, for some reason, maybe we just want to kind of push that piece of it out of our minds, and I get that part. But, you know, that's still kind of lingering. So, But, no, I think it's good to have some level of turnover. Um, I, I do think it's funny that here they are. You know, Dylan Coglin's going to play fourth line right wing tonight. <laughs> we were joking around in the office today. I thought we were past all this stuff. I go, isn't, isn't this over? But evidently it's not. So, But they're in a better position cap-wise. Um, I guess it remains to be seen if they're a better team. You know, I hear that this is the deepest team they've had, and it's probably true. But they they got to prove that on the ice between now and, and next spring.
0: Dave Gosher is with us. Uh, he will stick around as we take a break. And uh, hour number two of the VGK Insider Show, an opening night for the Vegas Golden Knights in the Seattle crack and launching the National Hockey League seasons. we broadcast live from T-Mobile Arena on Fox Sports, Las Vegas.